welcome back to And All The Things. This is Michaela, and I am your host. As a life coach and facilitator, I work with individuals and groups to empower their best selves to shine to the betterment of all involved. My goal is always to bring you closer to trusting the voice inside that is authentically yours. My job here is no different. In my journey through life, I continue to meet people who use their authenticity, their unique gifts, to grow, to change, and to serve through professional and personal endeavors. These people and their stories become my gift to you, for I cannot keep a good thing to myself, and I believe they may inspire a part of your story to evolve as they have done for mine. Today we are talking with Anna George and all the things. Anna is the founder of Anna Jo Coaching, and she brings a vast experience that continues through 17 years in the corporate world and spans multiple countries around the globe. As a coach of high-performing teams, as well as a life coach, a mother, a wife, a writer, a curious individual, and so much more, she shares with us her passion for coaching people toward discovery. Anna offers insights on effective leadership, clears up the myth about work-life balance, talks through the experience of pushing publish, and bestows tips to navigate it all. Her takeaway for you is you can be you. Let's find out more about Anna George and all the things. Hello, Anna. Welcome to and all the things. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. Well, this is a space that is all about sharing conversations about passion and life and how to live it a little bit better, right? So it's tips and tricks. And folks, I found a great one for you today. I was very fortunate to attend an event through the organization Big Believe, Inspire, Grow, of which Anna is a member, and I hope we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, But we were hosted by Fiserv in partnership with Clover. So it was a really exciting day. And I show up and I got paired at a table next to Anna Jo Coaching. And my heart got excited and I was like, yes, another coach. Because I love to talk with people who share the belief that you can achieve better for yourself. You can grow more. You can aspire to more. And for me, it's all about finding joy at the end of the day. Um, So I have Anna George of Anna Jo Coaching. She is a life coach. She is a businesswoman. She is a mom and a wife and an absolute delight. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Anna. Tell us a little bit about you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was very fun to meet you, right? So it was like a special lady here next to me. And it just bond on that day, right? In that yep. event. It was very, very good. Yes. It was indeed. Yes, it was. So I am Anna George. So I'm a corporate for 17 years. Uh, I am Portuguese originally. So I've been doing an international career within my corporate and within my organization. I moved to US for the last six years. True, I am a mom of two, a teenager and a toddler. So like two <laughs> different ages. Got you busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, you know, arriving to the US, I just kind of have this passion of coaching. It was a discovery. So being in a, a, a big organization, you know, and developing my career, the passion for leadership 
was there and started in Europe. I lived in different countries in Europe and uh, it started from there. And big organizations have leadership in the trainings and I was already uh, managing a team. Uh, even like in the corporate, I started to coach and mentor. So it was something very big. But arriving here, you know, and oh my God, life coaching is <laughs> a thing. I can be a coach. I can do this yeah. by myself. And it was really something very special that's grew on me. And it mm-hmm. is coming from, yes. That's great. And you had said something in a conversation with me some time ago about how you fell in love with the desire for um, like team impact and cohesion. How did that come to be? Like what part of it inspired you so much to turn it into um, a place to change other people's lives through a career? True. So um, I think, you know, there was something that, you know, is still in my corporate early day, not early day, like half of the way, right? So 17 years in a corporate is already a long time. I would say half of the way. It was something that, uh, uh, what is a leader, right? So when the leader is the one who leads the vision, right? So when the, the leader is the one who others follow you. So you really have to have this courage to, you know, being a role model and uh, actually have this power just to get the people together, right? And through that, mm-hmm. it came this, this passion of what to be the leader. And the second thing the leader has is to live every day even when others are not seeing you, the, the values and the, and the things that you believe in. Do you know what I mean? It's just not like mm-hmm. I'm showing up as a leader. No, you are a leader every day. And those two things make me believe the impact of, uh, of, of really like, oh my God, this is a different way to live. And then I could see the impact we could have within the teams, right? Mm-hmm. And in a big organization, um, through about like, you know, like in terms of skills that you have, in terms of the, the, the roles that you have, the experience that you get is always about like the cohesion of a team and the high performing on the team. If you have those two things about like the values very, you know, like deep on you and you live right. every day what you believe, I think, you know, just, just naturally, it's like this energy and this, this shared vision you have with the team, it comes together, right? So I think that is... Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, because we we think so much that the team, uh, the the coach just shows up and does the thing, right? The leader just shows up and does the thing, but it has to come from somewhere really um, significant to drive forward that much momentum, right? So, how have you found to help leaders, people who want to become leaders, harness what's really important to them, so that they can really live authentically in that leadership role? Because I think that's the disconnect, right? Yes. Like I yeah, have yeah. to perform this role, but I don't even know that I'm worthy or what is worthy, but I'm going to push forward and do it anyway. Yeah. And then we lose sustainability and, and, and efficacy. So, or effectiveness, excuse me. So how do you help people? How do you help leaders grow into that within themselves? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, actually, you know, like it's one of the things I do uh, within the corporate is because I am a coach as well for high-performing teams there. And one of the things we start to do uh, is actually uh, we call know yourself, right? So it's about like you need to know yourself, what you stand for, what you mm-hmm. what is we call, we do this exercise, the values exercise, and for you to know who you are, right? So and it's 
we start to build the values, the things you believe, the things that is your foundation. But then it comes with the um, manual of instructions. All right. So what does that mean? It means like, what is your communication style? What mm -hmm. the, the way that you actually interact with others that is at your best? So, you you know, you can show up as you are and you feel that you make part of that team. Right. You don't mm -hmm. need. OK, I need to fit in. It's about I belong here and I am understood by who I am. Right. So, but because of the manual of instruction, just like, you know, washing machine, right? So you know how to do it, right? So like right. showing up to the team is good for you to share and communicate. Look, I'm a morning person. I'm a, I'm a mom. I need to leave at, at, you know, at four just to pick up my children from daycare, something. Mm -hmm. So I like the ground rules that you just put together so you can be respected and, you know, and accept who you mm -hmm. are first and then accept the team. You know, enough. So this is something that you do, like share your values. So really make sure that you do this exercise of self-awareness, you know, about the values, really about it's such a, a fun exercise to do in a team because it's always kind of the basics are there, right? So, mm -hmm. so I just like family, team, but then when it goes to deeper to the values, do you leave your values? Are those really important? And it really comes through like, what really I'm, here for right so what we do is that who I am and I need to live that in every moment of my life being in this team being with my family being with myself and then it comes like with the manual of instructions how I function the best belong to this team and you know and if the team does that it's a kind of like I have your back at the end right so I know you yes. and the good intentions and have these after we do the shared vision, right? So then comes the operational part. What the goals of the team, why this team is there for, you know, and then what is the role, the governance in terms of the team to just achieve the same goal, right? So the, all that comes after and it comes with the, the other set of instruction. At first, mm -hmm. first is about like how we do this, the part of who am I and how am I here to belong to this Absolutely. And, and I think that's so important because it's about what is my role here and how do I community, how do I live that out? And it can be something as simple, you know, we, we work a lot with people, you and I, in the coaching capacity to work on health and wellness goals and family goals and relationships, but it's, we have to make space and time for that. And if we don't hold that as sacred, yeah. nobody else will, right? So even if it's, uh, I was working with someone a couple of weeks ago on finding time and being able to eat and utilize the lunch break, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, that yeah, precious yeah. time. And they said something to me, well, there's this kind of unwritten rule about how we're supposed to still answer IMs during lunch. And I said, pause, right? Yeah. Anytime you say there's an unwritten rule, I'm going to challenge that because my yeah. job is to say, I hear you with that understanding, but is there another way to understand it? Because yeah. if that's the thing getting in front of in the way of you and your goals, let's let's see what we can shift and alter. Yeah. Um, so I find those assumptions that we make when we're not communicating, when the vision is not clear, and when we don't have the space to say, this is important to me, I need to leave at four o'clock for my kids, whatever, I'm gonna go. Is there anything I need to know to resolve before, or this is how you can contact me after? But if we don't make it important, nobody else yeah. will. So whether yeah. that's in your personal life and how you manage your schedule, right? Whether it's lunchtime or four o'clock or in your leadership role, 
how we communicate what's important is everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can call it boundaries, we can call it guidelines or benchmarks or whatever it is. But if it's not clear and we all don't know how to get there, we'll never get there. So I think it's incredible work to do. And I appreciate very much that our corporate system today is, is finding the value in this and yes. inviting these conversations with your 17 years in corporate, some of which was in Portugal, uh-huh. right? And some of the last six years here. Uh-huh. I'm curious, is there a difference in what you saw in, in corporate and how they relate to this or how the corporate structure impacted life and how you manage time or was it pretty much the same okay so i'm talking about the same company right so in the foundation okay you should mm-hmm. be the same so i've been working in the same company for 17 years and different countries nice. that's funny you say that the culture is different each country okay. you know? so and uh, i started in portugal which has the culture I, you know i grew up well you know mm-hmm. so i knew about like you know the lunchtime in Portugal is one hour, right. and you really live to have yeah. lunch. I don't even think there was a way to skip lunchtime. <laughs> Spain, I moved to Spain, and in Spain, lunchtime was actually also lunchtime, all right? But then after <laughs> late, the lunchtime in Spain was around 2.30 p.m. So imagine myself arriving to the office. <laughs> <laughs> star until 2 30 p.m then i moved to france and france as well i did a very short assignment in france only lunchtime was also very you know like but at 12 much earlier okay so even in europe i arrived to the uk right (laughs) used to be like i you know after 10 years in the company right so moving around and the lunchtime it was just like, okay, perhaps I do lunch in the desk. <laughs> like, what is that for? Oh, I'm going just to pick up the lunch. And the canteen, because big organization, that canteens, right? So even the canteen, where you, there was like things like to you to go. <laughs> exist in Portugal to go. Like, you know, like the to go thing for you to have lunch. That's fantastic. <laughs> exactly. So actually, if you think about the cultural impact in terms I'm just giving you an example which is lunch break right so how you leave that so go through those three countries kind of like similar the times would be different food whatever right so in terms of how you actually plan to do it arriving to the UK was my biggest like what's going on right so and you know that's 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 different but in the US was about the same and uh, and you know the same thing so I was already used to in the UK but this is about like then um, the, the the flexibility and the punches you just say. So I'm used to have my lunch break, I think, and I make value to have a break during my lunch. So I'm Portuguese. I come from a background that actually values the lunch. So I still make a value to have mm-hmm. lunch, right? So in terms of right. here living, you know, in the US and, uh, you know, even in the UK, I like to have my break and kind of is a way for me to recharge, you know, and right. come back in the afternoon. What I'm saying in terms of the, the corporate, because it's the same organization, the changes, the cultural changes exist, right? So I think you're right. So you have, and being a, a same person, right? So in the different countries and the different places, you have to make a voice and just, you know, think about like, what do you need to be at your best, right? Mm-hmm. And if lunchtime is the 
wait for you to recharge and you have your space, you know, even like doing whatever you, you just do, right? So in the UK, it was, uh, it, there was this habit, people live to do errands, right? So just doing stuff, right? So things like that. If if it is your thing, you just need to claim it. Mm-hmm. It is where I was calling the manual of instructions for you, right? So and if you communicate that it's important that uh, that time, you should have that time. So you should, you are absolutely right. So the unwritten rules shouldn't be unwritten, should be communicated. And they you should be communicated. And you should be feeling safe to communicate that, right? That's exactly it. Because when we understand that human beings do not eat at the same time every day biologically (laughs) there's no requirement at all so if if in portugal and in france and in spain and the uk and the us we're all eating at five different times and in five different ways um there's nothing to say that we have to do anything the same right so it's about how do i what's best for me how do i fuel myself whether it's nutrition or exercise or a million other things, but um, how do I feel myself to keep going and to keep exactly. bringing my gift out? So, so through all of this, you are still a mom, you are moving around the globe, you, you're a wife and a wonderful friend and a beautiful person and all these great things. Mm-hmm. And you become a coach and, yes. and you center your coaching on work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And isn't it so true that we, we go out, we, create products to solve our own problems, right? Tell me about this. How, tell me the genesis of your particular niche of coaching and how you've brought that to life. Okay. All right. So there's two, two milestones about coaching in my life. One was the, the courage to say, I want to have more than being a corporate you know, as my job, right? So that was something there. And it was through- Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And it was through my blog. It was the first step was building a blog. And it took me two years, I think almost two years to click <laughs> the publish button of WordPress to get my blog, my first blog ever published, right? So this is something- What, that- what was the delay? What took, not delay- what was the evolution of the courage to push that that publish button? Can you share yeah. that with us? Yes. You know, I think, you, you know, I was comfortable uh, and I, I was challenged and comfortable at the same time. So challenge means in my corporate life, you know, go through with this ambition, you know, just to uh, be, you know, like a, a executive in the ladder, you know, I had all goals. So kind of the feeling was the same, right? But the thing is, um, there was more to talk about, to know, to learn, to have an impact. And that could be through like speaking up. That could be, you know, like yeah, I was starting, I started also as well to follow these influencers, go to events. You know, I took the presentation mm-hmm. from John, Ma- John Maxwell and I started to just open a world that it was like close to me. All right. So if I knew something about leadership in the corporate world, then after the personal development, it's possible, it's real, and it's here, right? So, and mm-hmm. he, like, there's so much in my experience that I want, that I want to talk about. Where is this space? And here came like the opportunity to have a blog, right? So I did know in my circle it was a blogger, and I didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So Google helped, right? How to Google. <laughs> 
And then, you know, you started to follow other bloggers. You start to follow other bloggers similar to you and just right. Just to don't feel alone, right? So you started to just, you know, like reach out to people that are in the same space as you. That is one, right? And then it's baby steps, right? It took me right. this long because I have the urgency to have a blog and it would be, it would be like, it was a desire, right? It was growing on me. And it was like, I want to do this. And more I was involved in meeting people that the possibility is there. You know, I gave space to write, to, you know, like just do the WordPress template. You know, there's things to do, right? Mm-hmm. Things to learn, right? And then it's like, what am I waiting for? And this happened actually after I was pregnant. So I got pregnant here in the US. That's my toddler. He's four years old right now. And during the, the maternity leave, it's like, what am I waiting for? And my baby there is like, this is the moment. This is me. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Boom, girl. I like it. You know, I think blog post, it was like about feedback on something. Like, whatever it was, it was very corporate, very, you know, like leadership style. It doesn't matter. It was me doing publish and have a voice in a very uncomfortable way. And I think, you know, like allowing to be uncomfortable, doing something that is growing on you, just is bigger than you. For me, with that thing, publish, you know, WordPress, it just, it is still, I still feel it, right? And that is a great achievement. Yeah. So publish on WordPress and is my first thing, so. <laughs> how did you, how did you feel after you pushed the button? Was it like a mix of, cause I know that feeling, right? Like I, I'm familiar. How did you feel? Happy, sad, scared, anxious, like, or just like, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl, for sure. And I was super accomplished. But then I thought the world, (laughs) everybody was reading my blog post. Everybody, because that's my fear, right? If you just realize my fear was to be, put myself out there, right? What what the judgment, what the people is going to say about me writing my first blog post, right? Think about that. Mm what happened? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> read the blog post. The world I, did not end. It was silent. My husband didn't read the blog post. And he was the one who was with me in this journey. I didn't have a, a, an Instagram or a, a social media. So how do I, I need to do something. It's not only just to publish. So then, so the fear was people reading. No, it is silent. Zero views. What's going on here, right? And then evolved the challenge to be seen, right? Now I have the courage to show up. I did publish, but now I want to be seen. I want to be heard. And how do I do this? And then started the journey of another, you know, part of my life, right? So, yeah. And and I think that's such a beautiful piece because it's always so important that we use our real life examples in our coaching, right? Because we, yeah. we have to be attainable people. We have to be normal enough because let's be real, we're all pretty messy and we all have a lot of growing. Um, But that's a great example to use with individuals because Mm -hmm. it shows we make the story, we make the the anticipated response so much worse, right? Our ego absolutely loves fear, right? It's like, here comes the fear. We're going to keep that ego moving. And when we realize that nobody's reading it, Boom. It's like, wait, that means I get to write anything I want to write because who cares? And then guess what? People keep start reading it 
Why? Because it's real. And it goes back to that same conversation in leadership. If you show up in a leadership role, trying to lead like someone else or, or in someone else's exact way without being clear on the vision of where you're going, you're going to hit roadblocks all day, every day. Hey, hey there, amazing listeners of And All The Things. Thank you for being on this journey with me. The fact that you're still here, I have to assume this podcast has sparked your curiosity, encouraging you to think of life beyond your current boundaries. Now it's time to take that energy and channel it into a transformative journey where boundless joy awaits. Introducing The Course for Joy, brought to you by Joy Enterprises and me, Michaela, your joy coach. Life gets busy, I get it, but self-care matters and should not take a back seat. That is why we've crafted a four-week self-guided adventure to seamlessly fit into your routine. In just 15 minutes, a few times each week, our enlightening video lessons and engaging workbooks will guide you through self-discovery and bring you closer to growth. As a special bonus, when you enroll in the Course for Joy, you'll receive an exclusive 50-minute live coaching session. We'll celebrate your progress and create a roadmap for your journey ahead. Are you ready to paint your life with vibrant joy and purpose? Visit myjoycoach.com backslash course to learn more about the transformative course for joy. Let's amplify your joy and ignite your purpose together. Stay tuned for more inspiration and insights right here on And All The Things. Absolutely. So, so you you start the blog, you start finding um, a different voice, right? I think you've probably always been a woman with a strong center and a strong voice in, in the, in the ways of the world, but it sounds like a new version of you emerged. Exactly. Tell us about her these days. Yeah. So this evolved, right? So since I just decided to, to publish my first blog post, you know, and then I, I wanted more, right? So this means I evolved, I pre, you know, started to, to attend events, meet more people, right? So real people were doing what they're doing and, you know, like just, just going through like, oh, there's more possibilities rather than only have a voice through the blog, right? So then came this opportunity to be a life coach because I wanted to be really in, in, the, in the realm of personal coaching, right? And then I started to coach and I built a program called One Dream, One Plan. Because for me, it was all about just just live this life with this, like, not with these limiting beliefs, not with I should. For me, it was magical learning about, like, wow, what do I want to do? I'm free and I don't know what to do with this freedom, right? So this Mm -hmm. is a magical part when you realize we are free to design our own lives. So this was the part where I started to focus my business. And in that time, it was a year ago. Uh, as you said, like a mom, <laughs> a side hustler right now. I had a business, right? And being an, in the corporate still, I was like, I was starting to feel like headaches and tension here. And I was doing my mindfulness, right? You know, like working out because I learned as well. You need to take care of yourself. So I evolved as a person just to create my habits that serve me. But still, I was having, you know, still like I'm stressed. Perhaps what happened here? So I decided because, you know, big organizations do this mindfulness um, and the, the mental health is a big topic there. So, and I'm very active as well. So I decided to go to the doctor and let her know 
just like, look, this is happening. What else is out there for me to manage better my life and achieve my goals, right? So whatever. Right. Just to recognize. Okay, that was the moment. And this is mm-hmm. what here I go. And she knew that I had my side hustle. I was doing life coaching. And she was telling me, yes, the only way that you are not doing is actually to take Xanax. I'm going to prescribe you Xanax for you to have a better work-life balance. And it was like, huh? Okay. And she told me, you don't need, you don't need to take right now, but you just wait, think, because those headaches, it's because you are too tense. It's too much in your life. I'm like, okay, all right. Is that the option you give me to me? <laughs> and you know, it was my physician. It was like a 10-minute conversation. And we ended like with a prescription, with a Xanax for me to take. What happened in this world? What is happening in this world? You know, I'm coaching people. I mean, the dreams. What's happening? So I was like, that's me. This is my calling. And then I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm in the corporate. So this is for me to glue my mission. And this is, I'm not taking Xanax because, because I'm not saying that we shouldn't take, it's not about that, but to have a better work-life balance, especially in my situation, taking Xanax to be more, I don't even know what to be more, right? To be numb. Like, look, I want to feel the feelings. I want to make decisions. I want to design my life, right? So it's like, what's going on here? So like, this is my calling. I will help this world. I will find a way and help this world to live a better life, work with life. And actually, there's one thing I can tell you. There is no work-life balance. There is balance in life. Right? There is there is no work-life balance. There's balance in life for you to feel good and really make sure that the decisions you make, whatever it is that, that look like, it's important to you. And you Amen. Know- I, I so appreciate that. Yes. We so I was in uh, in my former career, I uh, was the vice president of marketing for our family manufacturing business. So fourth generation, it's kind of a big deal, and you know. I was good. I did a lot of great work. I learned a lot. All kinds of great things were happening. But in the same place, like, I just wasn't happy, right? And I had to kind of find what was making me unhappy. And it was that I was suffocating a little bit of my soul. Little by little, it just was suffocating because I wasn't balancing. I wasn't honoring not only my work and my life, but my health and my relationships and my family and all the things. So... Yeah, I joined a group called the WPO, the Women's Presidents Organization, and it was wonderful. It probably saved my life in a lot of ways. Okay. Like it, it, the women I met, the experiences I had, the things I learned, the questions I was able to ask in this space with women who understood my position, who understood my desires, because we were in similar situations. Oh yes. And I remember one of the first meetings that I was in. I, you know, walked up to the table thinking, you know, I want to show these people that I'm thinking about big picture, little picture, but I really need to like deal with me. So I said, how do you, you know, how do you guys suggest I find work-life balance? What's your tips? And they literally all laughed at me. They were like, is that what you're going for? Are you, and they didn't, but like, but they were all like, there is no such thing. It's such a misnomer to think that there's this scale that hangs evenly between our work and our life. Because behind those two things are different needs, different values, different conditions, different emotions and states of being 
that impact it. Some days my family has to and will be unquestionably more important than work. But on other days, work is going to be the bigger thing, right? Now, if my family is critical situation that changes the conditions, but kind of like the assumed way we handle messages during work hours, we cannot assume that the world is going to pat us on the back or give us a gold star or push us up the ladder if we make work the priority. If we're only doing work the priority, it has to be yes. the balance and it's going to constantly move and change. And yeah. if we aren't taking care of our health, if we aren't sleeping, eating, hydrating, taking care of ourselves, if we aren't talking and vocalizing our wants and needs, and I say this out of absolute personal experience, you know, I could tell you all about not being balanced in that way, but I can also tell you about how to move beyond it because it was just a perspective and understanding that there was no stasis of balance was so important for me because then I had to ask the questions of, well, what the heck do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, And I found that that group, like I said, it really changed a lot of my life. I'm still very close um, and continue to grow with a lot of those women. So I mentioned earlier that you were um, associated with big Mm-hmm. How do you, how did you get involved with big and can you tell us a little bit about it? All right. So, uh, yes. So last year, um, it was a coincidence actually. So last year, uh, one of my goals was expanding, um, my networking and finding people that I could, you know, it's always about like when I published right, it was Google. And then I started to connect with like people that actually build blogs. Right. And then people mm-hmm. actually made business with blogs and you have, mm-hmm. right. Big was something that, okay, and now how to be sustainable business owner? You know, how do I do this, right? So, and uh, B came, um, yeah, I first joined Coco. So it's in Summit, right? So when in Summit, there was some uh, ladies that belonged to Big and they introduced me the, the, the that organization. You know, I attended once. I fell in love. It's like, I love these people here. This is my people now. And I joined as well. It was April May last year. And of course, right? So the mm-hmm. opportunity they have to speak there, to interact with people, the workshops, and, you know, and the event we met, right? So in December mm-hmm. as well, something that, you know, like was not in the plan, but I knew that the environment couldn't provide and will be a resource for some, right. right? So I didn't know what would come, but kind of like, this is the place to be just to explore, again, possibilities. Right. So for where I want to. Yeah. So um, big is believe, inspire, grow. And it's all about promoting women entrepreneurs, right? Whether, you know, you're starting out or trying to ramp up. Um, How important has it been for you? I imagine moving around the globe and trying to grow in different ways. How important is the role of mentorship? Oh, uh, yeah. So in all aspects, right? So I would say, like, for, in all aspects. So to be a sounding board for me, so, you know, because culturally we are different, right? And if I'm trying to mm-hmm. target that uh, uh, here, so, you know, like, what does it look like? So this is a part as well that, you know, I love it, uh, to have my mentors because I have already mentors that big. Um, so mm-hmm. the other part is uh, um, also just, just, they propose me things. They're always like, have you seen this? Look at this, you know? Uh, this is another one. The second there is this match 
uh, meet and match, right? So you match people and then you're just like, oh, we just match, you know, it's just a <laughs> amazing way just to, to, to meet more people, right? And then we have this uh, introduction and how can I help you? There is always the willingness to help. Um, and then, and then, you know, like I've been using literally, like I've been using, uh, can I, can I, you know, like in terms of my, my business, this is what I'm thinking with your experience, you know, how do you, what do you think? It's just like, give me your thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've been using a lot of the resources from big as well, just to make this question. And, you know, like that's the connection and it's being extraordinary. Like the connections I'm, you know, I'm making and the feedback. I'm receiving as well to improve and, you know, just, just, just grow, right. As a person, my business. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we don't know what we don't know. But, so we really need to put ourselves out there and, you know, um, <laughs> that's kind of my foundation. Yeah. Well, that's great. And it seems like um, from starting the blog to, and not having social media at the time, seems like you've really taken advantage of social media. Yes. And I, yes. I want to thank you. When I met you, you gave me a little sticker. Do you remember? It said, I am yes. capable. And I was, and we had talked about social media and how I'm just a little like, oh, I just got to get into it. Yeah. Um, and I came home and posted, I don't know, something of this. And I said, I am capable yes. of doing more on social media. And I have been. So she's good, friends. She's a great coach. She got me going <laughs> in a wonderful way. Um, but tell us the role, like, how do you use social media and what are you putting out there? What can people look for when they head over to your site? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one thing. Social media is serving me for different ways, right? So first is serving me to me to know more about what is out there, right? So, and I've been meeting great people through social media, right? I, I really, literally, it's been a great resource to meet and actually to build relationships, you know, this is, this is true. So the second part is, uh, um, so I, and the, I, I see a lot of value here, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of value here. So then comes the other part, which is about growing the business, right? So, and I've been doing these courses about using social media and how to grow and, you know, the strategies that you can have, you know, it being working, but, you know, like it's the 1% type of thing that you can have clients. Mm-hmm. But for me, is a great exercise to put myself out there, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a great test for me just to have a voice, just to have, remember like the blog and now it's social media more, right? So it's like, it's the mm-hmm. same, it's the same. So how, what what else can I share that I am feeling who I am? Like just, just thoughts, like eh, eh, my program, right? So my program, everything that I feel is important to share. And, you know, it's been amazing this journey, like, there is someone out there that reads and, you know, resonates with your message. Mm-hmm. And that's the connection. And for me, it's a way to connect with people, right? So that's why I give some effort to social media because for the connection again, like the same thing I was saying about B, I'm finding as well through social media. And, and you do a fantastic job. And I oh. can see that it it's authentic, but it, I appreciate that you can be clear that it's practice in putting yourself out it there is. because it's so easy for us to just look at someone, whether it's a leader or someone on social media or a parent and think they've got it all together and that they don't have the butterflies or the, the questions. It's what we do with the self-doubt, right? Yeah. It's do we push yeah, yeah, yeah. send and then like shrivel in the corner and be like, oh my gosh, I said that. 
Or do we just like push it and say, that's me, take it or leave it. And it's important that we, we are clear on what it means when I say, when we say that's me, right? Because, oh, you know, if we look at all the different versions of me, I've been all the different influences, (laughs) they're all wonderful and okay. But sometimes I can look back and see that I was trying to be something else, right? I was trying to be this kind of best mom when I'm really this kind of best mom, something unique to myself. Now, that's kind of evolved, right? It's not something that we get, unfortunately, before we go through all these formative years. If you could go back and give yourself some advice, this question is asked all the time, right? But what would it be? Like, and maybe you're 17, maybe you're 25, maybe you're 10. Um, but I think about this a lot, not only in how we lead our people at work, how we lead our people in the home, but what is it that we need to hear, right? Because we need to hear those same things too, as a reminder to not flip back and go the other way. Um, so what would you think? What advice do you have for a younger version of you? I think it comes back to my college time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a decision that my closest friends uh, went to um, a program to study abroad as a master, study abroad. You know, it was called Erasmus. I don't know if in US you have this. So in Europe, mm-hmm. so you go to Europe and uh, I think it's a European program. So, and you go abroad cool. and, and study a semester. Cool. I, I was uh, I was accepted in Belgium and it was, uh, uh, you know, so I got like a, a scholarship and then I declined. And why? Because at the same time, I got a job um, as a teacher, imagine, as a teacher. Uh, And I thought, no, I need to do this job because I'm going to get money out of it and I'm going to buy a car. (laughs) So, because, you know, that was my goal, having a car. So, my my advice for myself is go abroad, (laughs) put yourself out there, discover the world. I didn't speak English. I didn't speak other languages than Portuguese, not even Spanish, which is a similar, you know. Oh, wow. I didn't speak any other language, and it was, what, 20, 19, 20? I don't know, 21, no, right? 20, something around the 20, let's see. And I didn't go because I got the job that, after that job, that semester, I would have money to buy a car. So, mm-hmm. girl, go to Belgium, do the semester outside, mm-hmm. get yourself <laughs> out there, and, like, just conquer the world (laughs) that's so fun I love that you can go back to that place and it would have changed the trajectory of how your life came out to be but it it may have brought you closer to a different part but it sounds like you're getting that part now and harnessing that and sharing it with other people and with your children and with your family and friends um so you know looking forward what do you see as maybe the next thing, um, right? Like if then it was making the right decision to travel and to not be focused on the car, what do you think the next big decision you have to make is? Or right now? I don't know. Is, yeah. Or is there another turn ahead? Because I like to, I love to look ahead. I like to understand mm-hmm. and visualize. Um, and you don't have to answer by any means. I just I don't know. know. I know. I have there a vision. Was, when I'm going to be a, a life coach, a personal coach, a work-life balance coach, full time, 
because I'm not a full-time coach yet. So that is for me the next big decision. Yes. That's incredible. That's incredible. And if you could, if you were going to tell her to go see the world, right, what would you tell yourself right now, giving yourself that advice to move forward, thinking about what you've learned from your experiences and from big and from other mentors, what advice would you give yourself today to re- to get closer to that goal? So it's about, um, there, there is, there is, you know, several plans that you can take there are different roads sure, sure. take the road that is your road your path and take the time you need but go Good. go keep doing and stop making excuses about everything right i'm sure there's yes road blockers there's a big roads that looks like nice and easy there's other ones you know like turn around and but mm-hmm. take the road you need and never give up and, and I love that because what I hear you implying too is yes, keep moving forward, but there's no timeline. If we're, if no. there are 17 roads to get there, friends, it, we're going to arrive at different times, right? And even if you and I set out today to accomplish the same goal, we would get there differently. And we have to learn that there's no one way. And like, I'm thinking about my kids in school. I'm thinking about people at work. Yes, we teach standard operating procedures. Yes, we have to follow them, but there's more than one way to learn it. There's more than one way to get there. There's more than one way to find happiness and joy and and that balance. Um, So what are you offering today? I saw on social media that you have a work-life balance plan or program coming out. Yes. Tell us all about that because we know there's no such thing as work-life balance, but yet we're, we're trying. <laughs> so tell yes, <me>. absolutely. <laughs> so yes, I have a program, a one-on-one coaching program. Uh, and I, I call work-life harmony in 90 days. Harmony. There you go. Yes. Cause I believe there is more harmony in your life rather than balance. And just for the reasons I explained before, right? So there's no real yeah. balance. You feel balanced. So if you feel balanced, you will feel. And I love the concept. I like that. I like that better. Harmony. Yes. I like that better because because they're, you know, in my work, I like part of how I define joy is what we get when we stand between the happiness and the suffering. When we look at life and say, there is happiness, there is suffering, it's going, but I'm going to stay in this space and be okay. Right. So work is crazy. Life is crazy, but this is harmony, the space in between. Right. So I I appreciate your use of that word. Yes. So I love that definition. So, and I build like five pillars Within that uh, uh, that container, so it has five pillars. We walk through that, but it's customized because it's a one-on-one right now, and uh, and there's th- three different plans. So I think if you can go to you know like my contacts, my Instagram, my mm-hmm. bio there, you can find more details, and you know, always can know more about like what is this. That's project. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. While we're talking about it, how do we find you on Instagram and other online resources? Okay, so my main platform is Instagram. So it's where I'm there perhaps every day. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, and my handle is Anna Joe Talks. Anna double N, Joe J O Talks. So this is the name as well of my blog, AnnaJoeTalks.com. And, uh, you know, pretty much there. And there is also as well a Facebook, Anna Joe Talks. So you can find me and there will be a link where you can DM me as well or just mm-hmm. book with me and we can talk about 
you know, all the things like your podcast. <laughs> and all the things. And, and, all, and all the, the things. things. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So since we're here to talk about all the things, um, <clears throat> we talked a lot about family, you and I. Would you say that it was your desire to be with them and live fully that that helped couple with the corporate experience to bring the need for work-life harmony together? Because that's a lot of traveling and, and, yeah. and moving and shifting in different timings. And so I'm sure learning how to manage yourself with, with your family as it's growing and evolving throughout a global experience taught you a lot of lessons. What's like, what's a life hack that you have learned over the years that you could share with us about whether it's time management or an app that you use or, um, I don't know, something to help stay harmonious, if you will. Okay. And, and as you juggle all the life things, I love life hacks. Okay. So I can say two things. One is a kind of more holistic like way of thinking, which is about, okay. especially I've been learning each time I was moving, especially moving with my, my son, right? I never moved with my daughter, right? So with my son, I was always like, what's school look like? He's going to have friends. Oh my, I was putting always like, oh my God, my son, you know, was like, was all, how he's going to feel to be the new guy, you know? So I always like have these, these concerns and I would anticipate always, always when the job offer come, where the decision come, I was always anticipating what's going to happen, what can go wrong, what can things that I need to be prepared for, right? So and the learning for me moving so much, you know, and moving really countries in different language where, we, you know, different cultures. Is, Those are big moves. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? Just don't anticipate. It's, it's, it's not worth it. Just leave the moment because even if you anticipate, you will always find things that you don't know. <laughs> always. Mm -hmm. You always encounter surprises because you are not there. So you need to leave the right. moment. Actually, I, I, I've been learning through my different moves and my easiest, which was the biggest, was from UK to the US. It was the one I kind of felt more relaxed, you know, mm -hmm. my attachment to physical things, to my, you know, like I just gave away. We came with six big luggage mm -hmm. suitcase, you know what I mean? That's that's it. So it looks like a pure immigrant coming to the US. <laughs> you know we could have brought like everything right so that's it because it was yep. the carpet um but you know starting new beginnings but the thing was that the learning I got you know until I arrived here in this move right and perhaps the next move I will do is just don't anticipate you don't need to anticipate and just to be prepared because it's just like leave the moment and be present and this is yep. something I it's am very true for Yep. It's a, it's a literal brain sucker. Like our prefrontal cortex that man, and now I'm no doctor, so bear with me here, but my understanding as I dig into this dorky stuff, cause I love it. Our prefrontal cortex manages essentially our willpower, all of our decision-making processes through executive functioning, right? So this part of our brain, if we're spending all of our time how will it go? What will it be? What will it look like? What could go if we're always anticipating that? And again, I'm speaking from a knowing place because been yes. there, done that, got the t-shirt, got the Xanax, got, you know, don't have it anymore, but it's, <laughs> uh, 
right? Like we just, we, we worry ourselves and just like pushing the publish button, it wasn't as bad as you thought it would be, exactly. right? Our kids, our teams, our families are far more capable than our, our fearful brains give them credit for. So yeah. if every time we have to do something big and I'm still working through this, if we're always running through that list of da 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 number one, you're going to be exhausted. You're yeah. not going to be in the moment. You're going to be too tired to handle those things that come up because life happens and we can't anticipate it all. So that is really, really good advice because we can literally worry ourselves to death. Yes. And yeah. over what? Right. Exactly. You're you're exactly. gonna move and it's gonna happen and it's yes. gonna be awesome and parts are yes. gonna suck. Yes. Guess what? Yeah. We're gonna move on now. Let me let me let me, leave, let me give you another one, the second one of the family. Okay, good, good, good. Over time. And I want to share this. Yeah, one. yeah. The small one is and I have the proof this weekend. Like this is what to do. <laughs> Dance with your family. Dance. What is it? Dance. Dance. Oh. Dance with your family. Just dance. Really dance. Dance. Yeah. Just have a playlist for different season. Your favorite playlist. Share with your children and have that as something present in your lives and dance with them. Dance with that them. is great advice. <laughs> right? Think of what you're doing. You're moving your body, you're laughing, you're breathing differently, you're raising your energy level. And it's fun. It is fun. And you can do it in like two minutes, right? Yes. And I think we spend too much time um, being afraid of what, you know, we might look like or not having the energy. But I think that is great advice. When things get tough, have a little dance party, right? <laughs> Let's dance. Could be five minutes. Could be in the car. Just like have a playlist. Just like <laughs> the thing is to have playlists for them. And it doesn't mean like, oh, I need to be songs like, kids because my daughter is there right so you know baby shark is over right so now we <laughs> go over and now her favorite singer is alicia keys can you believe she just got good taste and like oh. on fire can you believe it of course my 16 years old is just like like he doesn't want to dance <laughs> but he does because he was used to right so kind of like all right i i, I just yeah. go because it's too much fun so Dancing with your family is something that actually just, you know, increases the vibration, the vibe, you know, the energy. Mm -hmm. is a good, is and even if you're not with your family, if you're oh, in yeah. your car, like you said, if you need a moment of all to yourself, put that good music on. Um, I love that. You might have to share some of your playlists, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. But it's so much goes back to we can't control the conditions, but we can have a playlist ready. Right. Exactly. Like, what do you know? If you know you need that one hour lunch break, how do you communicate it? How do you get it? If you know you need that dance break, make sure it's good music. Right. Because there's nothing worse than putting on bad dance music and totally <laughs> losing your mojo. Right. So but we we accept our conditions and exactly. don't remember that we can influence them. Right. So, OK, so as we close out today, um, Tim Ferriss is like my favorite podcaster. Mm -hmm. I call Me too. Him, you know, Me I too. like to think we're on a, oh my gosh. So Tim and I, I like yes. to think we're on a first name basis. He has no idea I exist, but that's okay. Um, but you know, his question, he always closes. And I think it's such a good, there's the two billboard. of them that I love. Yes. But I'm going for the billboard question. If you could have a billboard anywhere, sending a message to the world, what might it say? 
Okay. Not necessarily promotional, although it could be. We'll just assume yeah. there's like blinking and a Joe talks.com. Oh um, no, what would you say to the world? You know, I'm prepared, right? So, okay, let's see. Um, I have different ones because I've been doing this exercise. But right now, I would say you can be you. You can be you. Boom. Yeah, I think a good one. Oh, yes. With wise. I love it. You can be you. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because we, we don't actually know that. Yes. We think we're supposed yeah. to be something else and we don't know that yeah. we're already enough. Yeah. So I love that. And I, I can see it blinking and glowing and having all the signs. Um, his other favorite question, my other favorite question of his is what is your most gifted book or is there a book uh, that's truly inspired you? Yes. Yes. Um, Dare to Lead by Brené Brown. Mm. Brene Brown, anything gets a gold star in my book. I think the woman walks on water. Um, So we're going to have a lot more to talk about with this. Yes. But yes, dare to lead. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. If if, if, actually just to do, I, I, when the people sign up in my program, uh, I give this book. If it's, you know, I can't find Amazon, I will send it because it's, it's there, there to lead. you that just to not you know just leading without the armor right so it's it's amazing yeah it's she's so good and if people don't know who Brene Brown is um all due respect crawl out from under the rock it's okay she's amazing and she's worth coming out to check out she talks so much about vulnerability and being seen and how to generate courage and to do so with kindness respect and to also not give a crap right? She's like, you have to be you unapologetically you, but how do you get there? And she, and she tells you a lot of good ways to do that. So really kudos to you on Tim Ferriss and Brene Brown. I think that we're onto something, Um, but I, I'm not surprised, right? Because we crave knowledge and growth and experience and change and, and to do so, to use that for service. That's something I think you and I live in the same way with. And of course, it's going to be the Tim Ferrisses and the Brene Browns because they're having the conversations that need to be had today because there is no one way to do anything. And if we really want to lead other people, I need to really understand other people Um, and podcasts and books and all these things are ways I get to do that. But I always cherish most when I get to meet people doing this in real life and get to build a connection and a bond with them. So I feel incredibly blessed to have met and spent time with you um, in this way so far. And I'm so grateful that you were able to join me today. Um, And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to your willingness to show up, your willingness to serve, your willingness to be you. Um, We don't have enough of that. And, you know, someone was like, oh, that's interesting. They put two coaches next to each other. And I said, Absolutely. Let's just keep saying the same things over and over. Let's put 17 life coaches at the event and line us up. And I just want to hear these things over and over and over again to anyone that will listen, because the more we fulfill ourselves and start leading and living and loving in our authenticity, guess what, friends? The black cloud that's hanging out gets to like go somewhere else because all of that light, all of that energy we create is real. And that is why I do this. I want to have these conversations so people can hear you and see you and understand that they too can
can can build the courage to find their unique voice. They too can push publish and the world will not stop, right? And then when they bring their true gift to life, they will for the better change the lives of others. And for that, I feel humbly grateful. And I am excited for wherever your relationship with me and this direction we're taking can go. Um, and maybe we'll have to do another one of these in a little while. Oh my God, I loved it. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you, Michaela. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you are wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's spread You joy. are so welcome. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's spread world. the joy. Spread yes. the harmony um, yes. because you're worth it. I'm worth it. And so are all of our listeners. Yes. On that note, friends, um, stick around if you can and like the podcast and follow Anna Jo Talks on Instagram and get to know us both a little bit better um, because you're worth it, Dagnabbit. And wherever you are and whatever you're doing, make it a great day. Talk soon. And that's a wrap on another episode of And All The Things. If you enjoyed today's show, please like and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. If you really liked it, please go ahead and rate it. Then think about who in your life might also need to hear it and any of the other episodes we have shared. Then share it with them. When you find something meaningful, something valuable, you've got to share it and pay it forward to those you care for. Thanks for joining us and follow along on Instagram at myjoycoach. And as always, make it a great day.